Club for Splinter Cell Chaos Theory Episode One. Playing all oh, episode one, it's 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 really episodes one and two mashed into one. Oh, I thought we were just gonna split it in half, say goodbye and then come back and say we're back. Oh, we can do that too if you want. No, we just have to re record the whole intro. Now fuck it, we're doing it all in one shot. Damn. Um, fuck lost. it, we'll do it live. <laughs> we're just doing it's the first six levels. <laughs> um it's just six levels. Unless you're Tyler, then you only do one level. Fifteen percent Tyler is what we started to call it. <laughs> so yeah, so you should have played through Hokkaido. Um, Although, to be fair, I didn't finish about. Five well, Arthur, minutes of Arthur's about five minutes away from finishing Hokkaido. Me too. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so uh, let's let's just let's just. Uh, I'm Anthony Gallegos. Arthur Geese is the other person that's been speaking. About having played it and calling fifteen percent Tyler, and then there is fifteen percent Tyler. Uh, yeah, I, I have an alternate name we could name. Dirty fifteen. Splinter Cell. <laughs> yeah. Chaos Theory. Yeah. Should be like Tom Clancy's. Oh God, there's a face. Because <laughs> that's who you are. You're just like a face that comes out and kills people. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. Tr- it we, is true. We can get into it later, but God damn, the faces in this game look creepy as fuck. <laughs> yes, they like do. this is a case study of the uncanny valley. <laughs> Anyway, um, I, I have much more I would like like to say on it later. And then there's and then laughing in the background is Matt Chandrenay. Back from I. South by Southwest. Yeah. We're happy to have you, sir. I'm happy to be back. I and happy you guys. You're happy. in old stomping grounds. We're um, happy yep. to take you as well. So so yeah, let's let's just let's just jump right into it. Before we even get into the levels, that's a good point to make, Tyler. That's actually one of my favorite moments in this game so far is <laughs> for all its little frustrations that come from it being made when it was made. Um I love when a guy like thinks he sees you, and then you're just sitting in the dark, and he starts slowly walking towards you like, I think someone's there. And then he has that moment where he's like, oh, God, there is someone there. And then you're just like, murder. I love doing that. Or you just run out of the darkness and slam them in the face. Or, I mean, the thing that Chaos Theory added was the knife and the melee mm-hmm. attack in general. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so, like, why before you... You no. just you just broke their necks or something. You or? grabbed them from behind, otherwise you were pretty much boned. Oh, there um, was no like. No, up, you had no to punching. grab them from behind, or you had to shoot them. Yeah. Oh. Which is why, if you grab some people, sometimes he'll say, "Hi, do you like my new knife?" Which is a joke because <laughs> that, that was, was the first one. time he said. Ah, uh, see, but that's yeah. what I was talking to you about, Arthur. Is that uh, I've never once grabbed anyone so far. Oh yeah, really? That's, really? He was watching me play. I was trying to play some more at work to try to get caught up, and he was mm-hmm. like, "I've." How do you do that? How do you grab people? I always walk up behind people and hit the left trigger. Yeah, I just walk up and I'm just oh, like the instant. I've done nothing but like instant put down. So you've never oh. interrogated anybody? No. Oh my god, you're there's, missing out on an awesome part of the game. There's been some objectives that I've missed out on because yeah. of that. I didn't know. I was just like left trigger because I don't want to kill you. Oh, and you don't. <laughs> okay, you so now I didn't realize that there was like an option to engage people up close once you've been spotted. So like every time someone spots me up close, it's it, just like they pull up. It's their hard. Gun I mean, you better be really blow close me because away. Yeah. if you try and close a gap, you're yeah. not gonna um, make it. I mean, it's like guys in front of me. Like right, you can, just, you can just tap left bumpers. <laughs> bah, 
you'll just like palm them in the face. Even or know. if you if you do the right bumper, you'll either stab them in the gut or just like slit their throat. It's it's a vicious like a slash slice too. Like you their, just slash yeah. straight across mm-hmm. and like cut their throat. Yeah. Which is yeah, that's totally new. All the melee stuff was new to <laughs> Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. It's weird. The uh, yeah, it was totally missing from the other games. I'm playing the PC version using my 360 controller. Oh, I'm it's not. weird they have fire on the bumpers. I think fire your strange. gun is bumper. Really strange. Yeah, I strange. gotta reset it. it I'm just playing it with the mouse. I really enjoy the mouse control in that game. Like, I heard it was good. Yeah, it is, I heard the PC really version good. was actually really good. It is. Really I've heard that people who play on PC are worthy of ridicule. Hmm. That's what I've heard. Interesting. Why is that? <laughs> uh, it's because I'm worthy of ridicule. Oh, yes. um, I thought there was a legitimate reason. <laughs> I didn't have my no, bullshit detector me. turned off. It, it's just me. Well, yeah, you definitely don't want that turned off while Arthur is speaking. (laughs) (laughs) And while you're busy turning that on, you could turn on your reading comprehension detector (laughs) as well. Man. Yeah, we had an email thread that went around this this last weekend where we were saying, like, all right, so what are we going to do for Splinter Cell? Because we haven't had a game club in, like, three weeks, so what are we going to do? And so uh, Anthony says, well, we should play the first six stages up through Hokkaido. And I said, well, he said the first six stages, and I sent one back, and I was like, so that's Hokkaido, right? Yeah. And Tyler was on all of these. I saw you in the two field. Yeah, I even replied to Then we find out to today, you're emails. like, what? I thought we were only supposed to play the lighthouse, which is the first stage. Yeah, and then I was also like doubly confused because I was like, damn, like that was a really short session. <laughs> <laughs> because I, so I got Chaos Theory on Thursday because I tried to get it on Xbox Live like yeah. for two weeks and uh, I, I, I never could never... get it. Yeah. I, I still to this day can't, you know can't download. And you called Microsoft too, and they walked you through router stuff. And yeah, yeah. And then they told me work. to call Linksys, and then I called Linksys. And the then... only thing I can think of is that if you had unplugged the uh, plugged the 360 directly into the cable modem, that may it's have not solved that. the problem. No, but you don't case, have a problem but... buying other stuff on Xbox Live, mm-hmm. right? Nope. But yeah. but yeah. So so anyway, so I, I got it on Thursday, and I had been playing like I'll play a chunk Thursday, I'll play a chunk Friday, I'll play right. a chunk Saturday, and I guess I just played one level. Over those three days. Uh, I mean, to be fair, some of the levels, especially when you're getting caught and you're learning the mechanics, especially that first level, can can be, it can be really pretty long. brutal. I mean, this yeah. is the first game in a long time that I told Arthur. I was like, fuck, man, I'm gonna, I'm about to read the instruction booklet. Yeah, <laughs> because I, I was like, I have no idea. How this to is do back in the things. day. Uh, you can tell when you lift up the case if you have a physical copy that like this was no joke. Yeah, the, the instruction, instruction booklet is, is a manual. Yeah. It is a manual. Yeah. How to be a spy. <laughs> and it's. Yeah. I mean, if you'd played the last two Splinter Cells, you would it'd be a much easier uh, sort of adjustment period but it's definitely I mean even when I start playing after not playing for a week I forget some things right oh totally yeah I I still like like I was watching Arthur like I've never once for instance because I didn't get out the instruction booklet again I've never once used an airfoil round or sticky cam Oh man, really? I know. Well, Which sti- is so fun. Sticky, well, I find the sticky cams to be basically useless. No, I watched Arthur use it earlier today. Like a fucking ninja. To great effect. How so? I mean, like, because all it does is let you see something. It shoots out gas it. as well. Gas that oh, makes people pass out. Really? See, I, I had the Synchronized, gas no less. They fall together. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, so so Arthur shot it in between two guys who were talking, and they were both what? like, what's that? And then they leaned forward, and then it was like, Psh, and they were dead. <laughs> and then a guy came oh. over to investigate, and I nailed him in the face of the airfoil round. Nice. <laughs> yeah, see, that's like all stuff that like... Which my... is sad. Like, the airfoil round is like my favorite thing in Splinter Cell. It's like, 
a gun that shoots clotheslines. Yeah. yeah see, so far, <laughs> my tactics revolved around either killing everyone. Either I I sneak up behind you and just put you out, or if you fucking think you see something, well, now you just condemned yourself to a pistol shot to the face. Yeah. Wow. Like it's like one of the two. Whereas wow. I have not killed anyone so far. Me either. And like oh, except I, for the people that I've I've been required to kill. And I really I totally pride myself on being able to like. I try to grab everybody from behind and choke them and knock them out. Like that's sort of like the game that I play with myself. It's like me versus the 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 level setup and the AI. That's how he is too. Is to Arthur. orchestrate things like in the most stealthy, badass spy way possible. Uh, yeah, I'm like a, I'm like a, a dropout of Ninja Academy, where it's like I'll have like a badass moment, and then all of a sudden you're, I'll be like, you're the Beverly. yeah, I'm badass, and the guy will be like, huh, and I'll be like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Bah, bah. Jesus, <laughs> You're, you are the Be- you are the Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah, I, or so. I get awesome. caught, and then all of a sudden it's just like, well, machine gun. <laughs> Whereas I take the stealth loadout most times because oh, it yeah, gives me, me too. Oh, I just take the recommended loadout loadout every time. Yeah, the, recommendation. the recommended, which is new. That's, that's new as well. Why did like, I say that? That that's new as well. Before, like you just got what you got, and now with Chaos Theory, what they added was the ability to decide. Well, I'm going to go and. With the assault package and just fucking kill everyone, which is why it has a shotgun attachment right. on the gun now. So, yep. so let's let's jump into the first level. You Starts start off, off on the in beach, Peru, and on a beach. they make that joke early on about how the levels don't end if you're caught anymore. That's how it used to happen. Yeah, if you had like three alarms, generally would be it. Oh, okay. And in this, the more alarms, like they the start putting they on more and more body armor. Right. Anthony says this like. The look on his face describes exactly how familiar he is with this concept. I beat, I beat at least two levels with the uh, four warnings, so they were wearing helmets and full body armor. <laughs> Jesus! So by the end, I would just have to like pull up my machine gun and just go nuts. <laughs> wow! And it's I mean the the guns aren't that effective even when they're not wearing body no, armor. No, like I'm emptying a whole clip on a guy. Like, no, yeah, I mean it's one guy. <laughs> yeah, your gun is a piece of utility as opposed to like your primary method of mm-hmm. engagement. Usually, although again, you can take a shotgun attachment mm-hmm. for your gun. Hmm. Um, so if that's the way you're playing, you might as well just start taking the assault loadout. I just take the recommended. I go Assault's I, good, I, most man. of the time, if I play, most don't get me wrong. Most of the time, I am a pistol guy the whole time. A pistol, shoot the light out, right? Or, or zap it and break a guy's neck. Or did they? Did they have the OCP like the thing that on the pistol the the alt fire in Pandora tomorrow? I think they did, right? In Pandora tomorrow? Or did you never play? You never played. Pandora I never played tomorrow, enough. I, 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 I never. Pl- I only played like. The first stage of Pandora tomorrow, so I don't remember it. Um, the uh, the th- the su- the alt fire and the pistol was pretty new too, although I don't remember if that was specific to Chaos Theory. I think that might have been in a, pa- a Pandora tomorrow thing. Um, don't quote me on that. Ubisoft Shanghai did something right. Yeah. In so Pandora tomorrow. Um, so yeah, you start on a beach on an island in Peru, mm-hmm. and you're there to find an agent that was taken who knows a lot about. Uh, they're called mass algorithms. Algorithms. Um, yeah, I was like, all right. Yeah, which is it, a reference to the first Splinter Cell, actually. It's oh. it's a way it's a way that you can make algorithms infinitely recursive. Whatever that means. Yeah, the whole time they say that, I'm like Sam. I'm just thinking like Sam. Yeah, whatever. What do I? What do I it's need to do? It's basically like yeah. I think it's like a math problem where you'll get closer and closer to a perfect answer every time you run it. Like, Again, I'm like, why should I care? I'm just here, whatever. Just show me the people I got to it, kill. It's, it's a way to crack any security, essentially. Like any electronic security is the premise. It's very Did Tom Clancy. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's the funny thing is like later on, like at Mission 5, when you're going into the security like corporation, it's like, 
you're looking for this guy who is harboring this guy who is protecting this guy who yeah, killed this yeah, guy yeah, and I'm yeah, like yeah. are you fucking serious Ubisoft this is why no one thinks these games have a story yeah, yeah I, I, just, started, I just stopped paying I attention lose, I started to lose track of the story after about like the fourth mission yeah I didn't um, care I was like bad things are happening Sam is here to stop them yeah <laughs> I will kill them unless I'm told not to so. And then yeah, I man, will just hurt them real bad. Yeah, especially like at the beginning of the missions, you just sort of get the still pictures of whoever it is and a talking voiceover. and yapping in your ear. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've said it before. Like when I think of Splinter Cell and I think of story, I think of last names. Like everything <laughs> just told through last names. And it's just like Green's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Who is in the next one? Actually. Yep. Um. And I just as as we're talking about this, I just keep thinking of moments from other Splinter Cells, and like the only moment that Pandora Tomorrow had that this one never has um, is you meet a contact in Pandora Tomorrow, and you're in an elevator together, and she's leading you somewhere where you need to be, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just out of nowhere, Lambert comes over your earpiece, and they're like, "We need you to eliminate your your contact right now. Like, mm-hmm. don't ask questions, kill her." <laughs> um, did you? I think I did, and asked why, and he wouldn't answer me. And like you never find out why you're why he wanted you to kill her, but you don't have to. Nah, if you're PB, that's intense. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a very strange moment. Like it was much different than than the first one. But anyway, so lighthouse on a beach in Peru, right? Um, and it's it mostly does it mostly is just kind of a training mission. It was it was all pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Like, Although I still this is another one I finished with three warnings. Just because at first I didn't know what I was doing, so I was like, "Which is funny because they don't have an alarm system on this island." So you <laughs> or maybe really not three warnings, but I well, like at least three different times where I was, oh, okay. I was definitely caught. Like, right. and then I just pulled out a machine gun and huddled somewhere in the dark and was like, "They're all coming." <laughs> I, I actually spent longer on this stage than I meant to because I, I missed one of the alternate objective things. Mm. The crates, I, the crates. Yeah, I, had I missed one as well. I never did find it. Uh, I took longer than I had intended to on this mission because I could not find the door to go to the last part of the mission. Oh, you mean off the tower? Yeah, yeah. Like when you go up and there's a guy sitting in a computer screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just like this not this nondescript door in the corner that you can't <laughs> really see. I totally missed it right at the beginning too, and then I looked at my map and I found it. And I'm like, oh, well, it's got to be here. This is something that happens a lot in chaos theory in particular is that you'll you'll not know where you're supposed well, to go because it'll tell you the objectives like in the room and you're like where the fuck in the room I, uh, yeah. you know right where you start off on the beach and you're supposed to climb up those rocks it took me about like 10 minutes to see oh i gotta climb up these rocks yeah mm-hmm. i was like walking around the beach like where the fuck do i gotta go welcome to last <laughs> gen tyler wow. yeah i know there's nothing that's like climb on this rock and the rock is shining all of a sudden right oh. yeah. <laughs> but like i mean or, or, or it's not even like there's a path leading that way that would sort of make my mind right right you know, yeah, it's. It, I mean, it, there are a lot of things in this game where you're like, "Oh right," like no checkpointing. No checkpointing. Uh, you can quick save, right? Which I want. do now all yeah. the time. Um, yep. Learn the hard way. Yep. This was the best looking console game I had ever played when it came out. Mm. Um, and now it looks a little scary in parts. I never right. played it on console. So what you're seeing on PC is what you're seeing on, on console. Nice. And what you didn't hear is the fact that we just lost like five minutes of podcast and had to stop it and restart it. Yep. Um, <laughs> just to, through the just, magic of editing. The, the disc too slower. So let's, let's move on with this uh, first level. So like in the, there's a part in this first level where you, you go outside and there's some guys standing on the, standing on the, the edge of the... Yes, there is an edge of a cliff. The, an edge of a cliff. And I was like, sweet, I'll go push them off because is you that can possible? do that. Is that possible? No, you can't. Okay. You, you used to be able to, because you can do that in Double Agent. Like, 
every splinter cell they've added new ways for you to kill you people to, uh, kill people or to knock people out like uh the one thing that i miss the most from double agent is being able to get people around corners like you know they'll they'll come through a doorway and you're like you're you have your back against the wall and like you can like grab them from around the corner and you can't do oh, that in this i one. mean you can still hang around corners yeah you can but you can't like you know do your attacks from around corners like you can if they walk far enough through then it then it'll do a normal attack, but you can't like grab them before they come around the corner. So like those guys that were on the edge of the cliff, I'm like, I'm gonna walk up to them and push them off, and like, no, <laughs> I just made them mad. Yeah, I, I was wondering, is there also like when you have bodies, is there a way to throw them over things? Is that possible? No, you no, only you just hit down. A and he'll set them down. Okay, yeah, I was like, I was like trying to go Hitman at one point, and on you'll want to be on the boat level. I was like, <laughs> go over the rail. You'll want to be careful too, because uh, on missions where you can't kill anyone, if it's like in Pandora tomorrow, there's definitely a part where you're in a swamp. And if you, you knock someone out and set them down in the water, they'll drown. <laughs> um, so, yeah, don't do that in this if the event comes up. I can't remember if there's anything like that in I this. I remember I threw that. a guy down a, down a cliff at one point. Yeah. Maybe you set him down. I set him down, and he fell down. And he fell down he fell a, uh, yeah, that can help. It was like right I mean, there at the beginning where that bridge was. There are was. physics. Like, I definitely hit guys as they're coming downstairs with airfoil rounds, and it knocks them down, and they slide down right, the stairs like, on their knees. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it, right at the very beginning, like, you see a, a guard crossing a, a little wooden bridge very slowly. Well, that's towards the lighthouse. Yeah, we're right by the lighthouse at that point. No, and, no, uh, we're still, you go into the cave. Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, you're this right. is, like, super, guy, super, right, super. The lighthouse is near the end of the level but there's also a wooden bridge there with a the guy crossing it as yeah. well that i took out but i read that as like okay shoot out the bridge while this guy's in the middle of it because like the <laughs> rope connecting the bridge was really thick but no those tyler. physics were not there <laughs> 2005 tyler i know i know that's what the guy was yelling at me when i alerted him 2005 2005 sorry actually technically the game takes place in 2007 so the there you future. go sure um, i do really like that uh um that you're, I'm always coming up on guys that, that are having interesting conversations that I want to listen to. Mm -hmm. Like these guys at the cliff again, you walk up there and one guy's talking about how he hates the thunder because the Americans came in and... Oh yeah, Granada. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm like, wow, that's a really interesting story. Time to knock you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you if you grab him and interrogate him, like he says, I knew you would come Yeah, exactly, me. exactly. And they, they, they do stuff like that all throughout all throughout this Splinter Cell, and I really like that. It gives the game and the people that you're up against a lot of character. They also a do a lot of uh, a lot of product placement. Like, there's definitely a point in yeah. like the fifth level where I was sitting in an event, and these two guys were talking, and the guy's like, "Man, I can't wait to play Prince of Persia." Oh, uh, yeah. that's nothing. Like, yep. if you look at computer screens, you'll see fucking Nokia. Well, that's what I'm saying. So there's the that, place, but yeah. but it was like no, but the Prince of Persia thing it. was like. Yeah, I can't wait to play Prince of Persia. That's going to be game of the year. Yeah, it was like the most blatant thing ever. <laughs> For real, my my friend Michael uh, pointed out to me that there's a, a, a brand of gum in the UK that in the very first CG scene, you see Sam Fisher pull out this gum. Like, there, well, nothing else is going on. He pulls out the gum very slowly, takes it out, and puts it in his mouth. And really? It's like there's a logo and everything on the box. Yeah. That's hilarious. Hey, Matt. <laughs> what? Can you pull the mic closer to your face? Um product really? yep you gotta be kidding me i'm never nope. quiet on these podcasts mm. sorry are you looking at the waveform i was listening oh. that's okay i'll just eat my microphone if it's any <laughs> consolation you sound fantastic well always yeah especially with something in your mouth <laughs> moving on <laughs> um so yeah ads lots of ads mm -hmm. yep um 
have a question about one of the views that he pulls down. Uh huh. The There's electromagnetic. Like the electromagnetic one. It's only useful for very few instances. Like yeah. sometimes, if you're trying to see a camera that you're not quite sure if it's mm-hmm. there, okay. Or if like you're yeah. trying to find bugs in one level in particular, yeah. it works yeah. really well. So I was doing shit like, well, if I shoot the cord, that's supplying power. You can also use it, I think, to see. Uh, light sources that you can hit with the OCP that you can disable. You can, and you can also use it to, uh, you can like radios and stuff like that. Your OCP can overload them. Oh. And then that, uh, I just, I haven't done this. I actually saw it in, in one of the loading screen tips. And so I'm like, all right, so maybe if I'm using the that electromagnetic vision, then I can see objects that I can overload. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, they, they create a lot of noise. And you know how, like, I really like how you have your light meter and your noise, noise meter. meter. And the noise meter is environmental dependent. So, you, like, you, you, when you're in noisy areas, you can walk faster. Yeah. And uh, so, like, you could, uh, I think the idea is that, like, you overload somebody's radio and it gets really loud. And then you can sneak up on them because, like, the environment around you is so loud. And you'll notice later that sometimes they'll do um, extended sections that are t- more well lit than you'd like. But they're yeah. next to very noisy objects. So yeah, the point exactly. is that you need to run more quickly through that. Yeah. Banger. Good level uh-huh. design. Yeah, which you know is the thing that it it has up on Double Agent. Like we we talked about Double Agent before, and you and Ryan have really liked Double Agent. Yeah. But for me, the thing that separates the two games in particular is the level design. See, I feel like there is good level design in this game, but I, at least so far, up until up until really the Hokkaido level, I felt like the levels in this game are very linear. Yes. And they and all the all the Splinter Cell levels are linear. I don't want to make it sound like they're these vast open worlds or something like that. But I did feel like in there there are levels in uh, Double Agent that I can think of right off, like the cruise ship that you can attack from so many different ways. And uh, so far, the only one that I feel like I really had a lot of options with was Hokkaido. I felt that way about Displace, actually. Which one like was Like the that? security. That's, that's the sixth level. Yeah, that's the fifth level. Fifth level. Right. Oh um, yeah, this place. When you go right into this place, yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that they do a good job implying a certain hugeness and sense of place yeah. within a very linear sort of experience. True. Um, yeah. Once once you have a lay of the land, you realize that it, in all these levels, that it's usually actually pretty small. Yeah. But when you're going through it and you don't know what's around the corner, it feels like fuck, man. And you're yeah. going so <laughs> slow because you're yeah. like afraid of being heard or seen. Right. But then if there's ever a time where you have to run back, you're like, oh, that was just around the corner. Yeah, right. After you've knocked everyone out and you're running through with confidence. It's right. Like, yeah. It's like a two-minute jog. <laughs> so, um, I mean, the the first level is sort of designed to introduce you to all of Sam's skills. Like, I don't remember yeah. if we talked about the knife, but you've got the knife uh, and all the stuff you can do with the knife, like cutting holes and stuff in, mm-hmm. in material, uh, puncturing holes in generators. Right. That was mm-hmm. when you showed me because I actually didn't know. Um, I didn't know you could do that either. Yeah, so yeah. they can't turn it back on. Because wow. you leak the gas out. That's awesome. But they'll notice that. it's broken. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you can break locks instead of I knew that, picking yeah. them. So is that just really noisy? Is that the? It's I, noisy, I and it. and someone will notice that it's broken if they come by it. The Wait, hacking games took me a little while to figure out at first because I had no explanation. Yeah, something weird that's sort of I think a backwards compatibility issue is that in previous Splinter Cells, um, the vibration for the lock picking game was really strong. Yeah. So like basically like I I would pick locks on the Splinter Cells on Xbox with my eyes closed. Because oh, wow. it's just yeah. like you feel the vibration get stronger and you know like you hear when you're in the right spot. Mm-hmm. And in this it's the vibration is just so 
Yeah, I'm just watching for the actual physical move of the yeah, pick right. on the, the screen. On um, the PC, it's it's really interesting. Well, not interesting. It's it's really easy because you just use the WASDA keys, and then uh, and as you're tapping it, like you, it, it it's basically like a, a, a almost like a QuickTime event where you're trying to tap the right button. So it's like you'll you'll tap like D, and then you'll see the little hammer start to move up and down. And you have to tap it like three times, and it moves on to the next one, and you just have to kind of guess which one is the right one to move. <laughs> so it's it's kind of an interesting way around it, but infinitely more boring than using the, the vibration. Yeah, it's less immersive. Yeah. And then the hacking mini game is something that it took me a while to remember how to do. Yeah. Um, but once you figure out that like it's you're not just looking for the numbers it highlights, but you can also... ones that it doesn't highlight. Right. So it's like you know which ones are wrong. You can guess it so fast. Well, you can also fall out three of that shit. Like if your timer is running out, you just hit B and back out and go back into it, and the right. timer right. starts all over. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I, I, it's one of the few games where I felt like the hacking mini game actually kind of looks like you might be running some kind of program because it's IP addresses. It's true. Which is such a stupid little thing, but it's kind of cool. I didn't realize there were IP addresses. I just thought it was just random. And apparently, everything has an IP address in 2007. Exactly. <laughs> Well, pretty much everything does at this point. <laughs> everything every, that's networked. Yeah. Every every lock, every scanner, every everything. Um, so there's not really much description of new security in this mission because they're sh- shittily equipped gorillas. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and you try and your mission was supposedly try to extract a spy, but you I think they, it was Morgan him, Holt. Yeah, you yeah. see him get murdered. Yeah, you see. Him I was wondering murdered. if that was just me. Like, was I too slow or? Nope, it's it's scripted. Two thousand five. And then I also <laughs> and then I, I I cut him down and so they were like, I. "What are you doing?" And then I was like, "Dignity or something." Yeah, yeah there yeah. there's always ten or fifteen seconds for dignity. Yeah. Well, I didn't do dignity. <laughs> <laughs> You're following orders. Yeah, I mean. So what happened at the end of this stage? Did they get away, or do you just get extracted? You like you get, get to the top of the lighthouse and get extracted. Right, which actually that took me two times because I got to the top of the lighthouse and I was like, I don't see anyone, and I was I didn't turn on my thermal vision. Oh, I did, but it's the light, so it's too bright. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And the guy was like, You're dead. <laughs> like yeah, I, I got killed the first time I climbed. I didn't know there was anyone up there. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well. These things happen. Yeah. Um, especially in Splinter Cell. Yep. It's it's very trial and error, um, which is why, to me, I have a better, an easier time thinking of it as an action puzzle game. See, sometimes it's trial and error, but I feel like a lot of the times they do a really good job of, like, if I'm just patient, things always happen so that I can put myself in, in an advantageous position. Like, there's a lot of times where it's like, I'll walk into a room and I'll be like, crap, there's two guys here. And I'm like, what am I do? What should I do? Where can I go? And I'm looking around, and all of a sudden they have a conversation, and then they part ways. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay, now I can go at them. I just had to be patient. Right. Yeah. Usually they do reward patience. You're like, ah, oh, there's three guys. I know if I sit here for a minute, they yeah. will split up in some route that'll right. make sense for me. Which is sort of how Splinter Cell has always been, but something that Chaos Theory has started to emphasize is creating situations that will separate people and, mm-hmm. and like and- shooting a sticky cam. Well, <laughs> not just shooting a sticky cam, but like putting out a light with the intention of someone going over there and getting it and or taking whistling. them was that or new? whistling. Mm-hmm. Whistling, I think, was in the last one. It was. And so were sticky cams. I can't tell you how many times I've whistled when I accidentally meant to switch my totally. gun. Me too, man. <laughs> and then I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> now, All have, the you, time. have you done it yet where you like whistle and somebody's coming up at you and he kind of stops before he gets to you? And then you do it again and you go, psst, psst, hey. Yeah, and then the guy, then the, then the guy goes like, 
what do you think? I'm stupid? You're trying to set a trap for me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. There are other times where they're like, I didn't see anything. I'd really rather not. <laughs> um, a lot of the dialogue in this game is really bad, but a lot of it is super funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is still at the age where it's, like, really poorly done English dialogue probably by French dudes that are trying to sound American. Or just done by guys that worked in the American yeah. studio. Yeah. Um. But I, but yeah, uh, for the most part, like I like the the audio while you're actually in game and stuff like that. The the, the briefings still suck, but whatever. So like, what was the next stage? The next stage is the boat. Yes, right? the next the stage boat. is the boat. I'm on the boat. That boat, man. This is the one, first one that we had the ability to get ratings, like bad ratings, and I finished it with like a four. Like shit really? just went bad over and over wow. again for me on this boat. Really? I had a really easy time with the I boat. Did not I did kill, a lot of walking around and finding where to go. I did yeah. not kill anyone on this boat except for Lacerda. Same. I, I tried not to kill people, but inevitably when they tell me I can, there's always pistol shots for convenience. <laughs> it's totally fair. I mean, headshots with a pistol, though, are kind of a dangerous business because if they're any more than like five to ten meters away, it's like not going to happen for mm -hmm. a shot more than likely. Right. Even yep. if you're like dead aim. Yep. Like you'll usually miss and all of a sudden they'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> so. I actually, uh, I, I had to restart this mission several times cause I wasn't quick saving yet cause I'm an idiot. Um, because like I, I'm totally the, the stealth action player who, if, if I really, if I fuck up my stealth sequence, then I'll reload. That's you and Arthur both. Yeah. yeah. Which and, is why it ends up taking like two hours. Yeah, exactly. It ends up taking me two hours too, but for a totally different reason. Cause I <laughs> die a lot. <laughs> Well, my so. problem on this one is I kept turning off lights and people kept going, like, huh? What the hell? What's that? And this is before I figured out that like this one didn't have corner attacks or anything like that. So I was I was always <laughs> waiting in places where they would they would come up and go like, Duh, what the fuck? And then start shooting me and I wouldn't get the chance to fire. It They're Johnny on the spot shooting at things. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. like the second like they bump in you. They're like, Duh, da, da. Yeah. I know that's like the <laughs> quickest on the trigger of all time. <laughs> so yeah, the but the first part of the boat's pretty easy, just getting to where you have to find that first crate and identify it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um the part that gave me a lot of trouble on the boat is the part where you go into the engine room and they're like, Oh, there's fumes. Oh if yeah, I shoot, saw you fail that part. If they shoot, it'll get blown up. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. first mechanic that comes down and walks around the bottom of the engine room, mm -hmm. he's the one that kept on seeing me. And I was like, what the fuck am I supposed <laughs> to do? Another thing I've noticed about Splinter Cell is this is a strange world where janitors always have guns. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I say mechanic, but yeah, he kept on shooting my ass and blowing us up. Yeah, I fix cars. Yeah, I carry a gun. What about and it? Janitors and engineers all have weapons. Um, so yeah, I mean, with that, like that, that part with the engine room, Mm -hmm. I still like I don't know I'm curious do you guys ever get through parts without knocking everyone out like are there times that you're yes. like I will just go through very unseen. rarely I almost always get everybody I sometimes I try not to just because it gets harder and harder to find places to hide the bodies well see for, for me but that's I guess where if you the... knock everyone out right it's like eventually you're like why the fuck do I care yeah that, that's where the fun in the game is for me though is like like I said outsmarting the level design and outsmarting the AI through patience and perseverance so Unfortunately, the sort of manipulation of the environment doesn't really start in earnest in this level. Like, this is another semi-tutorial level where it's sort of teaching you yeah. some of the new stuff. Um, it's not until the next level where you really start to have some freedom doing things the way you want to. Like, there's really only one order to do this in. So on this level, who are we going after again? You're going after the... Lacerda, who's the head right, of the gorillas right. from the last one. Gotcha. Uh, who orchestrated the kidnapping of Morgan Holt. Mm-hmm. 
and you're trying to figure out why. And, right? and that inevitably leads you to go and need to take the bridge. Uh, because he's in the uh, the crew quarters. He's in the captain's cabin. Right. right. And, you, so, and you have to go through the bridge to get to Yeah. Him. Which include yeah, going through the uh, the bridge like so, with the captain. And so yeah, else. I was gonna say you know you handle the engine room and eventually you get up to that bridge area. Mm-hmm. How did you guys do that? I could not do the bridge area without being seen. I wasn't sure like like because it seemed like no matter which door it came through, there was gonna have to be that oh shit moment where a guy was moving like, ah. very quickly. Well, I didn't I didn't have to go through a door. I came up internal stairs. I came upstairs into the Oh, bridge. see, I was already outside, so I was going around. I was to outside, either too. door on the sides and being like, ah, oh, there's guys on I the came other in, side. Yeah, I came in through some stairs from, like, if you're looking out out of the bridge. Right, there's stairs that go back down into yeah, the ship. Yeah, on the right-hand side, I came up to those stairs. In parts like that, guys are scripted to turn around, mm-hmm. to turn their backs long enough for you to do what you need to do so to whoever you, else is in the room. Okay, so you open the door real quick, take one guy out, and then move to the next real fast? Yeah, basically. like, generally, I'll go up behind someone, grab them, and walk backwards to somewhere yeah. where it's dark. Yeah, exactly. And choke and them, take out. them out. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, is, like, I like being in the... I like holding on to a guy... And it has the interrogation option, and you'll be in the dark, like standing right next to somebody, and you do interrogate, and, they won't hear and you, you have a all. full conversation standing right. Yeah, next see to the guy. that that part for me was definitely <laughs> like, well, let's do this, bash in the door, <laughs> <laughs> which is that's I, I think that might be new. I don't know if bashing the door open is new, but the stealth open I think is new to Chaos Theory. I like the stealth open. That's awesome. Um, yeah, because you're like. <laughs> there, there was one Although stage there was, where there, there was, was a, oh go ahead i'm sorry there, there was one stage where there was a guy standing right by the door oh you I, bashed the shit out of that yeah i know but like i tried stealth opening it and it like you open it and it pushes it against him and it doesn't open the door and he doesn't say anything but if you go normal open then it tries to open it against him he's all oh wait that was on. level four that yeah, was, yeah that yeah. was uh the penthouse one yeah exactly and that specific guy i know exactly you you open the door and i open the door and he was like no yeah and i was like open and he was like oh and i was like bash <laughs> yeah that's the only that that guy is the only time i've batched a door right because that's it's almost like the game's telling you like, you should bash uh, it yeah okay we'll do this yeah it's like you probably haven't done this for the rest of the game so we'll give you a, a clear opportunity to do it um so yeah so you go so, yeah, and you, you take out the, the captain and then you don't take out the captain no, if you, you don't want to the captain is extremely happy to help you yeah oh yes. see i it's especially awesome if you, you killed him you yeah, I killed the captain. Yeah, I interrogated the captain. <laughs> I figured he was part of the crew. No. No. You know, he's he's just he's down with the bad guys, therefore when I no. opened that door. No. Was, no one on that ship is glad is they, happy they took, with Lacerda. He's yeah, like, they you uh, the fucking mechanics are pulling gats on you. <laughs> well yeah, but you're a fucking ninja on the boat. What are you gonna do? Yeah, no, it's when whenever you interrogate anybody on this boat. They're like, oh, that guy's a madman. He's an asshole. He took over the captain's cabin. That guy is a cock with legs. Yeah, ah, well, it's like Kratos is around here. Well, I see. I guess that's my problem is that I never interrogated anyone. <laughs> I, my Sam Fisher does not speak to anyone. It's you really. You, should, you're you, more snake eyes than Sam Fisher. Yeah, God, now I feel like a dick. I, I just rolled in. And I was like, captain dies. <laughs> You really should try to like sneak up on people and interrogate him because it's actually really enjoyable. Sam Fisher has it some really like funny. It. Ex- it does. I mean, and also occasionally they'll they'll let you know where stuff is. Like, yeah. it's ha- if you need a med kit, it's good to interrogate people because they'll usually tell you where stuff is. Although typically you'll find it in the bathroom, right? Right. Because everyone puts drugs and painkillers in, the, in <laughs> yep. the bathroom. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I I killed him and then. And then before that, I had also killed everyone in that back video room as well. Oh, wow, yeah. So so when it told me, like, oh, you need to go there now, I was like, wow, oh, 
Already took care you're of just that. like running around the boat because you're like, there's bodies around here. Oh, yeah. But eventually, like I said, I was like, well, I'm taking them all out. I'm not even going to hide them. Right. Bodies everywhere. Terror on the seas today as his boat was found adrift with 47 dead bodies aboard. That is pretty much... That is pretty much 100% it right there. That'd be awesome if that was the news story between missions. That'd be hilarious. And like Lambert just looks at you and with a scared look on his face. Shakes his head, yeah. Honky. This game yeah, reminds me so much of Hitman. It's a, in a lot of ways, There's a lot of similar. points that it reminds me of Hitman too. Even some that, of just the animations. But I think, I think it's like obvious that with the way they do faces that they might be like sharing assets or something, right? Different Hitman company. was Ubisoft, right? No, Hitman no, was, was IO. Oh! I thought Hitman was Ubisoft. Never no. mind. Blah, blah, blah. But, but there's like, uh, um, like when you inter- like one of my favorite ones is I interrogated this one guy. I think it was in the fourth stage, and and uh, and Sam's like, I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. Yeah. And he's like, three Guess it or die. And the guy goes three, and he goes, and Sam goes, that was the number. You get that was a lucky guess. That was a lucky guess. <laughs> and then like he says, and then he says, uh. So tell me something interesting, or you'll have to guess again. And then, and then he he does something, and like he tells you something, and then like you can always interrogate more than once. Right. So it's like he so like he he squeezes his neck again, and and the guy goes, "Oh, do you want me to guess again?" <laughs> and he's like, four. No, 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 seven, seven. <laughs> so like you get you get that shit all the time when you interrogate people. It's really funny. There's one guy who's like, he's like, "Don't kill me." I'm the biggest coward in the world. And Sam, Sam's like, that's a pretty tall claim. And he's all, I already pissed myself. He's like, okay, you're definitely in the top three. <laughs> it's awesome. Matt, you got, you got semi-upstaged by my cat. I know, I know. Only because she's so fat that she lost her balance on Tyler's bag and she fell. And she can't roll herself back up onto her feet. So, she's so just now she's just there. laying there. And, and I'm not so going to move. I'm not going to help. <laughs> she's like a turtle. Because she's like halfway turned over. Like her oh, belly man. just I think sorry. she may be passed out. Um, so... So the next, so sorry. So let's move on. We do the we do the stuff with the screens? Did you uh, did you place all the trackers? Um, I did, I tried to place all the ones I could find, but I didn't find all the. Boxes. I I didn't. I think I got them all, but I, I don't remember. You caught all the Pokemans. Yeah, exactly. I actually don't think that there's been one level that I finished every secondary objective. The next mission is the the first one that I ever hundred percented. I got 100% on Hokkaido. I was like, I think that's the only one I've got 100% on. Just flat out, I was like fucking Danny Ocean. The best I've done is 47%. Ooh. Seven? 47. Oh, that's <laughs> like the singular digit? The worst I've done, on the other hand, is 5%. That's oh. awesome. That was on the bank. <laughs> the bank. The bank is next. Yes, right. It's true. Um, so, so you we're kill Lacerda, you yeah. get pulled off. Um. Yeah. So the bank. The bank is one of my favorite levels in the game. The bank is a lot of people's favorite level so, in the game, actually. So right off the bat in the bank, I didn't level. listen to the guys, and I was like, ah, two guys talking, haul ass. And it was like motion, <laughs> motion lights. sensitive so I lights. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so restart. It's like you were right. trying to roll up on someone's garage and got caught. <laughs> yeah, it was like Sam Fisher being caught by the most rudimentary technology. Sam Fisher <laughs> home invasion. So, it's so failure. funny, like the guys that are out there, he's like, I'm going to get one of these for my driveway. And the other guy's like, what are you talking about? This has to be super high-tech, expensive equipment, man. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I also, so this part, I snuck up and went around the building, but 
But at this point, I had never had to think about cameras. Uh, so immediately, uh, that's one alarm. Right. And so I'm like, all right, already one alarm. Huh? So having played every Splinter Cell, I'm always of the mindset that there is something around here that I probably need to deactivate mm-hmm. or some way to make this easier on myself. Mm-hmm. So I went up the side of the yard past the motion sensitive lights and there's a an electrical box that you can turn off i figured that shuts off all the lights in front of the bank Uh, yeah but then like the guys come and they're like oh this shouldn't be off yeah but by that time you should fucking there should be like a sam fisher shaped puff of smoke so if if you turn off the lights can you run past the camera too you you can't run past them because they'll hear you but the camera you can move you you can move your way to the side and then i ocp'd the camera okay and then did you so for the next part of the bank? Did you guys go straight through the door? Or did you? I climbed up to the roof. I climbed onto the, the roof, roof and yeah, and Spider Man in from yeah. the top. I thought that was the only way you could do it. I couldn't get through the door. I thought no, oh, the door right there on the side. You can go in. Uh, yeah, I think there are other ways oh, okay. in. Um, I, I went through the roof. Yeah, yeah. When I the saw the option is, for a roof, I was like, why would yeah. I? Why would and, I? I'm going and, to a bank. I'm going to go down a fucking rope. Exactly. And it was funny. It's it's funny in this game how like all of the. Every time you need to go down a rope, it's already there. Like, there was a helpful spy that came in before you. But it's like you, you go down into the... I like how you go down in the lobby. And this is the first time that I think that they tell you that you can remote hack things. No. This is this that's not the first time they tell you. when they tell you about that. I didn't even know you could remote hack anything. No, you have to they, bring up the binoculars. Yeah, you... Uh, which like, you do by clicking really? in the right I, stick. I could have sworn they told you that you could remote hack things in this stage. No. It was, uh, it's in displace when the guy has his briefcase computer. That's funny because like I actually went I went down the rope and then like you're in between all these lasers right and then you remote hack a computer and you can turn them off. Oh, see, I I, I just OCP'd each laser to yeah. get through it. Uh, well, I OCP'd the laser, went over to the respective computer and shut them off. Oh, gotcha. I didn't even know you could shut them off. Yeah, you They're remote com- hack yeah. your computer. The computers and it around let you shut them off. Yeah, I just OCP'd them each time I ever had to go through them. I was like, and back out. <laughs> and uh, I do really like this part later in this stage where like you can. The guy, like, you know, they have the... I know exactly what Barty's about to say. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> Where they have the, the, the thing on their on their suits or whatever, the tracking device, whatever it is that allows them to walk through the yeah. lasers. It's a really The way that Anthony did yeah, that Arthur watched than... me. I, I OCP'd every single one. <laughs> really? Over, OCP'd another one. OCP'd <laughs> another one. I did the way they, they imply you're supposed to do that is to follow the guy through. Right. Right. The way that I did it was I jumped to the right of in the first room because there's like a desk. So did I. I did the same um, thing. And then so I did that out. and then knocked him out. And yeah. carrying his body was my pass. Right. And, and through see, those it's, good lasers. That, it's good that I saw you do that because then I learned from that. It comes up on, again. Yeah. There was like a doors that slide open and close. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, now I know. I can just carry this fool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that pissed me off. I just sat there. <laughs> The most tedious process is it sounds just, you know, because that thing takes when you're waiting on it, it takes a long time to recharge. And you're like, right. No going back. <laughs> so like so. the the first it. That, I mean, that's not the direction I went first. But. Right, right, right. Well, you can't go that direction no. first. You have to. You, you, the, the the bank is cool because you go to a lot. It, it almost feels a little Metroid like in that you go to different areas before you have the ability to get through them, and because right. you have to unlock different security terminals in different places. And yeah, although I didn't figure out what was up with the the outside area with the fountain. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like this. Oh yeah, like that weird backyard area. Yeah, because you walk out there. And then uh, Sam, I can't remember what the dialogue was, but Sam has some kind of dialogue that makes it sound like he just got over the wall and got in here or something like that. And there's no other way to get in that courtyard except by going through the bank. But it made it sound... I mean, he had been there before. 
like to the, the bank before? Yeah, so we, oh, we skipped right. the story. Like, you're right. Basically, there's someone holding information in this bank and you need it. And Sam is going in because Sam has broken into this bank before. Right. And then they and then they say, like, but they beefed up security. Yeah. Since and so you also have a professional safe cracker, like, on your comm. Right. Who's, like, telling you about the bank's security. And didn't he come with you the first time, too? No. Or he's just on no, the No, I think the, okay. the indication is that he is in jail or that they found him on a job somewhere and told him that he was going to help. Right. So um so I disable the lasers, walk over to the the guard that's sleeping in his chair. Okay, so what'd you do with him? Uh I grabbed him and then oh, pushed see. his face into the retinal scanner. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh god. Whereas I was like, Well, you're already asleep. Face. I guess you could ask for better for worse ways to die. <laughs> Did you really kill him? <laughs> Shot him in the face. So in the this chair. is what it surprised me. I'm like, you just killed a bunch of bank employees. <laughs> So in the in the uh, in one of the security stations, five percent. Like, you you have five <laughs> percent. That's why. Yeah, in these in these uh, in the security station, I, I it's one security station that's next to a hallway, and there's like a, a chest high window, you know, yeah. that looks out into the hallway. But both the guys have their backs to the door. There are three guys in that room. Yeah, there's three guys in that room. So I I actually ended up knocking them all out, but I had to reload like six times because like I would stand right behind the chair. But the grab thing wouldn't come up, and so I would have to. What I would have to do is I'd have to sneak like slowly around to like the left of one of the chairs, and like if you if you go like one, I don't know what what it would be like like one millimeter too far, then the guy would see you in his peripheral vision and go, ah, what the fuck? But if you stood in just the right spot, then the grab character dialogue would come up, and I could do it. And so like I ended up getting all three guys in that room by or or you could use a sticky cam. Yeah, see? So, like, I, I hacked the door, opened it while none of them were looking, fired a sticky cam into the right. center between all three of them, <laughs> hit Y, and everyone fell down at the So same much time. better than the way I did it. But I still don't understand why it wouldn't come up when I was standing right behind the freaking chair. Because it's not, it's not perfect. It's glitchy. 2005. God, I play, like, fucking new James Bond. When I play, I'm just like, <laughs> well, I was like, Craig. oh, there's three guys. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just <laughs> fucking killing like embassy employees. James left and Bond right. doesn't kill innocent people. And the new movie, James Bond, hurts pretty a lot of disregard people. for everyone. He people. hurts a lot of people, sure. But anyway, so yeah, so like the. So, so yeah, I I made my my way through here like a ninja. Yeah, five. I like the whole like glass that glass security chamber that's just outside the main office. That was kind of a cool oh the uh, the computer room. Yeah, with the, the two guys room. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that was another one where like those two guys. I, I like you need to get into that room, right? Yeah, you have to. So like, how did you guys deal with the two guys that are in that room? Because they're like, when I got there, they were already like on alert. Oh, so, oh well, see, they me. weren't on alert for me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I just wa- I just went up to their door. I hacked the door lock and snuck in and then I, I did the same thing i like snuck around his chair until the dialogue popped up and i pulled them both out of their chairs see for me one of them was walking around um uh, so i grabbed him oh that must have been what happened because like i i really do only remember pulling one guy out of his chair it's, so i must have got the other guy while I was it's weird around. the guy that was still inside i interrogated him and he said something about a ventilation shaft that w- that should be open right but i never found anything like that well you don't need to go through it though i was gonna say thing. i never i never used any ventilation shafts yeah. in this level no um, I did between a couple of the rooms in the downstairs hallway, but whatever. Right, probably. That. So at this point, you make it into the office, right? And it's where you get um. God, I can't even remember why we went into the office. Me. Either. You're you have to uh, 
uh, you have to authorize access to the vault in three different places. That's oh, right. Oh, that's right. Um, so yeah, you do that, and this is the first level where hacking is like seriously important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did um, a ton of hacking. Again, the mm-hmm. retinal scanner as well it was another thing I hacked. I did not use it. Mm-hmm. But um, there's just lots of cameras, lots of hallways, lots of sort of like different directions you can go and where people can come from, and that's sort of this is where the game sort of opens up. So here's, way, oh, sorry, I was gonna say here's a question: like, if you take out the guys in the security room, then do the cameras still sound alarms? That's what I was wondering too. I always no. shot them still because okay. I wasn't sure. No. <sighs> okay. That's Eventually, good I wasn't worried about cameras because I had like that room with the three guys. That's right. There are two main camera rooms, and that's one of right. them. Right. And then, and then, like, but there is one where one of the secondary missions, though, in this stage, I think, is that you can like take the tape. Yeah. Yeah, you take the videotape yeah. so that Sam isn't caught on camera. Exactly. Oh. Um. <laughs> so. So basically, more ninja shit, more sneaking up behind people, more yep. taking them out, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And for Anthony, more murdering of everyone he encounters. <laughs> more of those moments like I described at the very beginning where I make them think they saw something and then I'm just lingering in the shadow with my gun drawn. Yep. And they only have the moment as I pull a trigger. You're like <laughs> something out of a fucking horror movie. Yeah, I was really. trying to think. I, I know. I'm, I'm like, I am a scary person. Anthony Hopkins <laughs> is Sam Fisher. I am the Sam Fisher. Uh, yeah, I'm like a, it is like a horror movie because there. I am like, not the spy oh. of your dreams. <laughs> I am the operative of your nightmares. Yeah. His, his face is something of a nightmare, man. Like on the Dude. PC version, he he's right at the front menu. No, he's that like, way on three on yeah, Xbox three. too. It, oh god, it's like it's like oh. <laughs> but when this came out, it was that was just so Stand amazing. There. It's like Jesus Christ, he's got pores and he blinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creepy. It was like the first of those like face menu things that turned out to be like the wave of the future. Uh, like in another Game Club game, Heavenly Sword does it or extremely well. God of War 3. God of War. God of War 2 did it as um, well. But yeah. So you get down to the vault. Yep. And the vault was really cool. I like the way that you break into the vault with, how the, you, with the auto key. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a really cool mechanism. I was hoping that like I would get to use that somewhere else in the game, or I'm hoping we get to use it somewhere else in the game. We haven't so far. Um, once you're in the vault, I like the conversation between Sam and Fisher, Sam and Lambert yeah. about a yeah. raise. Yeah. Because he's holding <laughs> like a million dollars or a million francs in his hand. Uh-huh. I know. I like that that's totally just a, like a, not even the reason they're there. They're just like steal a million dollars that I think that's what you were there for. Well, and you have right. to go around to the computers in there and make it look like an inside job. Yep. Like that's right. the secondary objective. Did you Did you do that? Uh, did it look like an inside job where someone murdered every no, employee at the bank? That. Yeah, five percent. No, <laughs> <laughs> this looks like this looked like a, a hired job with did, where mercenaries <laughs> might as well have come in and kicked the door and just killed everyone. Did Lambert say anything at the end? Like, Sam, you're a fucking idiot. No, it was just like no. This is Pandora's success. Five percent. <laughs> um, he got pissed at me about the fourth alarm when he's like, "Oh, Sam, one more alarm, and this mission's officially over, or something." Which oh, is way awesome. more chances than you ever got in the other Splinter Cell games. Like, really, <laughs> like everyone laughed at that joke where he's like, "Let me guess, three alarms and it's over." Because every other game, it's like, "Fuck, mm. I have to restart this entire thing mm-hmm. because I got." Three <laughs> there would even alarms. be some sections where, like, one alarm, yes, yeah. mission, any over. alarms. Wow. Um. So, what happened in the vault for you? Anthony, did you turn on the sprinklers? Uh, I did. I did. But I just, I just grabbed the money and and walked out. Yeah. And bad shit went down. Yeah, but I don't remember what bad shit it was. Like you set off like an alarm, too. right? Oh yeah, I set off an alarm, and then I just hauled ass yeah, oh, and an ran alarm from my in the doorway, right? Yeah. Yeah. I and set then that off for... too. Is there a way not to set it off? Yeah, there's a laser there. 
Really? Yeah, if you take if you bring up uh night vision, night vision you can see it and disable it. Uh, uh, dude, cuz I like I tried like several times I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Why I totally I disabled the shit out of that laser then yeah, came out, went out through the roof. Went go. back was, down to the side. That was alarm number 3 at that point. <laughs> uh and then what you see at the beginning of the level that I spent a lot of time trying to figure out how I would use it before I even got to the end of it is there's a zip line. Yep. Yeah, I did um, the same thing. Did, did you figure zip- out how to use it? Yeah, you have to climb you have to climb up a pole on the on, on the, the front, front of the door bank. side of the building. Like yeah. you have to like you go around to the front, you disable the light underneath it and then before anybody can get up to it, you fucking climb up that shit and, and zip, zip all line the way past to the everybody. Front gate, yeah. Uh, yeah, see I ended up sneaking past but there's more guards out there. There is. You yeah. zip line all the way to the end. Oh, yeah. See, I ended up killing everyone on my way out. <laughs> and I, but when I beat the in a level, way, that's almost impressive because it's not easy to kill that many no, people in this game. No, when I when I beat the when I beat the level too, it definitely took me like fifteen tries because, and this last part of getting out, I had like, like not even like visible amount of health. Did you have any wow. sticky shockers or airfoil rounds or anything? I told you I thought you I had equipped it, them. but then I didn't know that you had to squeeze left trigger to shoot them. So there was like definitely like I told you one point I was like. You're not gonna get killed. Oh God! <laughs> what happened? He's I dead. Actually, I actually did that a lot on the PC version because on the PC version you hold down the the quick inventory thing, you hold down Control, and it brings up the list, and you can just drag your mouse over to airfoil rounds, and he automatically equips the the correct gun. It does a version of that and, on the console as okay. well. Okay, and, and but I just thought that like, okay, I have airfoil rounds equipped, so now I'm just gonna shoot airfoil. That rounds. is what I thought. Yeah, and like there was a couple times where for a while I thought. Oh, airfoil, because I was used to them from Double Agent. So I was like, oh, airfoil rounds must just work differently in this game. I I must have to hit people two or three times in order for it to happen. But no, it was because I was killing them. Yeah. Yeah. It's because one bullet wasn't I didn't know I wasn't shooting airfoil rounds until the the level with the National Guard, where you couldn't Uh, kill them. And all of a sudden, he was like, what the hell are you doing, Fisher? And I was like, what? Airfoil. Yeah. What's wrong? I'm firing airfoil rounds at them. They just happen to be shaped like bullets. It's a lead foil round. <laughs> <laughs> Carry us on until level four. Uh, let's see. What was level four? Fuck. Level level after the level bank. level four was the it was the top of New York City, right? Ah, uh, yes. This is where we're trying to get. Yeah, the right. House. So you start in the alley right. after after the terrorists basically shut down New right. York. And I kept thinking that there was a way to like get up and over these guys. Because I kept trying to go up the fire escapes and there everything is. like that. But That's what all... I did. I went up the fire escape and then the stairway is broken. You can't go up any higher. No, but you can hang on to yeah, the you ledge. Can, you can go over the ledge and shimmy and all And shimmy your around. ass across. Really? Yeah. Damn it. You, I still had to drop down eventually, but where you drop down, you go down a pole. By the time you go down a pole, you're basically... Right. Past all the into guys. the building you know you can just get around because I, I spent i spent a really long time i had to go through and like figure out ways to lure all these guys like uh after a while i gave up and fired an air because i try not to use my <laughs> airfoil rounds or anything i try to just like sneak and grab everybody oh man i love airfoil rounds but but it was like uh, in this in, i i like used all of my airfoil rounds in the beginning of this stage because i couldn't figure out any way to get through these guys and it was because i didn't find the, the which overpass. is bad because man there are a lot of guys with guns in this level yeah but i didn't have a problem with anybody later on i was able to get around everybody but still did you kill any of the security personnel huh why would i Anthony, no, I, I, I at this point because it started off National Guard. <laughs> oh, you just, I you just, couldn't kill I just anybody. kept on left triggering always. I never killed anyone. So, um, it's funny because it's a, uh, 
right mouse button in uh, the PC version is the non-lethal and left mouse button is lethal. Hmm. I'm already confused because the left trigger on yeah, Xbox left the mouse is, is non-lethal. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, so you work your way over and you get up onto the roof with the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And that part actually gave me a ton of trouble as well. Um, really? How come? Just because it's just balls out. You have to have perfect fucking timing. Yeah, there's three guys, mm-hmm. and you know that one goes over to the electric box, mm-hmm. and so, and again, I I was not trying to kill anyone, so mm-hmm. I was like trying to shoot lights and draw guys out. But inevitably, when I would do that, I would draw two guys out, and one would pull out a flare, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Fuck! Now I can't sneak up on." This him. is one of those situations where because there's so much noise, you just have to run. Yeah, and then and then, but then I couldn't figure out where I was supposed to go first either. I couldn't figure out that you were supposed to oh, go, go to the sign, big right. old sign. Yeah. Hey, wait, you mean I'm supposed to run towards the giant source of light? Right. right. <laughs> well, there's the uh, the one guy that's walking around, um, like he totally steps over to your to the side that you come out on, and he's in the dark waiting for you. And there's so much noise from the helicopter that I was able to just get the drop on him and take him down and leave him right in the dark. And then the other guy who's standing by the helicopter he's standing in the light and like you'd think that he would spot you but if you wait there long enough he steps into the darkness outside of the ring of light and then you can get him there and then the other guy at the electric box he's just standing there waiting for you to get him so yes yeah, so i like how you phrase it like he's waiting there to get him waiting there for you to get him and this other guy walks over for you to get him yeah they are they're waiting for you to get him um they're like come and get me yes yeah, so i ended up like, getting, i'll come and get you you know eventually you get to the sign and you zip line over yeah yeah um and there's a weird jump that you should never have to make. I'm like, why is this like this in this game? Like, the, It's like catty corner across, but there's no yeah. good way to do it. So you basically have to do an awkward jump and hope he grabs on. Yep. It was yeah, really strange. Fucked up. Do you and know like, what we're talking about? Like, right like after you went on the line. side, the yeah. side sort of gardeny thing on the side of the building and then it, it stops and there's a, a 90 degree gap and you have to jump up to the walkway. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't you, remember yeah. this being problematic. It was just really weird because it's not the kind of jump Sam you, you think that Sam's Fisher contr- Sam, the Sam Fisher control scheme is built for. It, it's it's the kind of jump where if you made it, you'd think that you weren't supposed to be able to. Right. Hmm. No, I don't even I don't remember any weirdness yeah, I, to this part. But anyway, that you, was awkward too. You make that jump, and then you take out the guy that's on that walkway. He's waiting right. for you to get him. Yes, he's waiting he, for you. That to get guy him. is definitely waiting for you to get him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, I had to be really fast getting him because he had a flashlight out he as he was walking around. towards where yeah. I was hiding. So he like walked around the corner, like and like the grab character thing was up for maybe like a quarter of a second. I was like just hammering a. Well, actually, speaking of the of that awkward jump, um, I actually had to restart um, or reload a quick save because I jumped over to the to the railing or tried to jump over to the railing, and uh, I don't know, I made too much noise or something because the guy goes huh and starts walking towards it. And I somehow managed to jump back to the ledge that you land on. So I jumped back to it because I was like, oh, he's going to see me. He's going to see me. And then, like, he just ended up standing there. Like, he didn't go back on his patrol or anything. He just stood there staring out into space, like, waiting for me to come around the fucking So why didn't you nail him with an airfoil around or something? Because you used all those. Did you have any sticky shockers or anything? Uh, I probably did, but I just reloaded the quick save again because I I felt like it wasn't my fault. I felt like it was the awkward jump's fault. I think in a pinch, you can actually hit someone in the head with a sticky cam. Really? That's kind of cool. I think. It's worth a shot. Or just shoot him with your pistol. <laughs> I I don't know. Can you kill any of those guys? 
Yeah, those at this point yeah. they're mercenaries now. Yeah, okay. these are hired guns. In fact, he even says that when you get to right. the first guy on the ledge here, he's like, uh, um, "I think it's I think it's Lambert says like, that's no mercenary or that's no uh, that's no National Guard. That's a that's a full on mercenary or something." Right. Like so I knew that at this point too, but I was like, eh, "I'll just keep knocking him out." Didn't yeah. I had gotten over my bloodthirsty streak for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> so this next part, you go in there and there's the light bulb hanging with the plastic sheet. Yeah. Yeah. See, I cut it like you did, but I, I didn't figure out like that there was an air vent there. So I was uh, like, okay, I'm hiding in here. That crawl space put me in a difficult... Sp- <laughs> I, f- I felt like uh, George Clooney and fucking O Brother were art, though. We're, like, <laughs> we're in a tight spot. Because <laughs> uh, basically I came in like there was one guy on my left and one guy on my right. I was in a mercenary sandwich. Mm. Um, so basically what I had Sexy. to do was uh, wait for one to circle around the, the back and I zapped mm-hmm. the light with the OCP to get the other guy to come over to it. And as he walked over, I grabbed him, pulled him to the extremely small dark spot out by the crawl space mm-hmm. and choked him out. And then went after the other guy in the kitchen. You but, choked uh, one out. Choked one out. Gotcha. And then I rubbed one out. And then I went to sleep. <laughs> my, the, uh, my problem with this one is that like... Uh, Saturday the first thing Sunday. I did is I, I walk in and I and I slit the plastic and then like right away one of the guys noticed it and started going on patrol like, huh, that's not right. Hmm. How would they know? They knew. How would they know? The, they're paid mercenaries. This is also yeah. another spot where you encounter a radio. Yep. Yeah, see, again, very... I, I never thought to me to do anything to the radios. I was like, I just want to leave them alone because they're already making a they're lot making of sound. Noise, yeah. I didn't. I, I never. Did. I've never like shot said, those actually ever. Well, like I said, like I the only. I only know this from a tip that I saw in the loading screen that said you can overload certain ele- it says something like you can overload certain electro- electrical items to make a lot of noise. And I was like, "Huh, I bet that's radios and TVs that you do that with the OCP." You can also just turn the radios on by like walking up to them, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah. On or off, yeah. And they'll just walk towards it, but it's yep. not the same as That's boring. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to make crazy poltergeist, poltergeist, poltergeist noises. <laughs> so yeah, so there's these two guys in this opening room, and they're pretty easy to take out overall. You just and have to be kind of patient, or if you're Anthony, you shoot them in the head. This is another spot where it's easy to sort of not realize where you're supposed to go because mm. the the door or compartment you're supposed to walk through is so nondescript and so hard to discern. I don't At remember having a problem here. This is where you have to fine. <laughs> is this where there's a uh... no I'm, I'm lost at you walk bit. you walk through this area then you come out on the uh, outside and there's a camera on the wall and a staircase that goes up right and caught again with <laughs> the camera yes and then you go up the staircase and there's one door that's magnetically locked and the other and the other is... one that's not yeah okay yeah definitely caught again right there <laughs> I remember I was You're not OCPing these or anything like no, that. No, I just didn't just... see a camera. I just didn't think. I was like, you oh, can't hear them. Shot. I don't know. They I, beep. I actually didn't. See, I actually didn't even see the uh, the magnetic door. I went the other way the first time, and so there's like later on, Sam Fisher says something about the magnetically locked door, and I'm like, what magnetically locked door? He talks, as, he talks as though I'd already seen it, and I never did. Yeah, I think I think uh, you're making a mistake, Arthur, in thinking that I I crouch all the time. <laughs> I run most of the time in the oh, crouch. Okay. Once I see someone, I'm like, no. Uh, <laughs> see, that's that's your mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I guess I just take it for granted that so many splinters doesn't like. Why would you stand up? This is mm-hmm. why conviction is made for me. 
This is why one. Sam Fisher has back problems. Because the new one is just about mercilessly murdering everyone. I'm going to be all over it. Although, honestly, <laughs> Conviction in its level design is a lot like Chaos Theory. Like, there's less of the shooting out lights, but there's still some. Um, and there's less caring if people find you, but there's still some. Yeah. Way less. It's all about being a ninja and using being seen to your advantage. Yeah, my time with, like, Conviction, uh, you know, reaffirms the fact that this new Splinter Cell is not like like I stopped playing the early I didn't play Chaos Theory because after the second one I felt like everything in the game I was just activating like even in Chaos Theory like to crawl like you walk up to a crawl space and like a dialogue box comes up and it's like activate crawl well that's I mean just in general that's a big thing in Conviction is that they've done away with the dialogue box that you see Everywhere, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, it, I they, didn't like that. They've made it much more organic and mm-hmm. say the way that Assassin's Creed has been. Yeah, I mean, obviously, so totally red. Now with me, yo. Yeah, no, I like it too. I mean, conviction. I, yeah, and even things yeah. like when you pull your gun out in conviction, he moves around a lot faster. Whereas, like in this one, uh, when Splinter Cell pulls out his gun, like you walk so Splinter Cell. Fucking Splinter I am Cell. Splinter Cell. Yeah. So, well, yeah. well, that's that's the thing though is that like uh, it's it's designed that way so that you know you're not. You I understand weapons and things like that. Yeah. I could understand, but like it, it, you know, it, that sort of like brings up the bigger question of like, you know, do you do you just dictate what your players are going to do, or do you allow them to sort of do it the way they want to do well, it? Blah, 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 blah. I, and uh, yeah, again, this was the first game in the series that moved more towards letting people do what they wanted to do. Like just the, having options, the fact that we mm-hmm. could do it totally different ways. Like the right? melee. I mean, not just that, just the equipment and abilities, like the melee attack and the knife. And like the loadouts and multiple routes and just all that stuff right. is just totally new. Well, and for me, that's that's what stealth action games have always been about. I mean, like the good ones, anyway. You know, like uh, Vampire Rain, right? Yeah, like oh, Vampire Rain, God. like the Darkness. No. I, I liked play. the Darkness. I didn't actually play the Darkness. I heard it was better than people. The Darkness said is good, but I didn't play it as a a stealth game either. No. Right. Um, so yeah, so we're in this stage. We're like you're in the penthouse. The, we're sneaking through the penthouse. We're trying to we're trying to get to this guy's bedroom to find the, his secret hidden server server room. He, he has a panic room. Yeah, he, you're oh, supposed you're right, to find the Jodie Foster room. Right. Um, <laughs> and this is where you actually encounter the guy that does the number guessing game. Mm-hmm. Um, which was pretty funny. Yeah, there are a lot of fucking cameras in this penthouse. This guy's paranoid as hell. Yeah, yeah, well, and they're all before you get to the penthouse, too. though, you when you go out to do the magnetic door, right? No, you have to do the penthouse first. Oh, that's what I mean. Unlocks. So you so you push out that other door, and there's guys, and then there's like, it's almost like a, a house built on top of this roof. Yeah, but again, you're ignoring like the part that we're on, which is the penthouse. You have to finish the penthouse before Grim's daughter unlocks the the magnetic door. Which... Oh, for some reason, I thought the door I'm going through is the non-magnetic door. Yeah, you you go through the non-magnetic door first, which is the penthouse, which is where we are. Oh man, I'm, my brain yep. is just totally erasing that it's part. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the first. Well, let's time move on to where I want to be. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, this <laughs> is the first time you deal with infrared cameras. Yeah, and you um, can only see them in night vision. Oh, and did I fuck that part up too? <laughs> you must have because they they tell you they say like, look out for those camera fishers, and he goes, and they say they're they're infrared. And then Fisher says, oh, well, oh that yeah. means I can see them right, on my right, night right. Okay, no, then. so I did, yeah. I I'm a, it's a little attention. disappointing that they tell you that. I mean, 
Yes, they should. No, I'm glad they did. I wouldn't have figured it out otherwise. But it's so like it's so satisfying in the other Splinter Cell games to like play with your vision modes and realize that you can do this cool shit. Like, I can basically see through walls with fucking thermal vision. Yeah, but there like, hasn't been a reason to play with your vision modes in this right. one up until now. I mean, like, I needed the I needed the audio cue, otherwise I would have missed it. I mean, but yeah, that's that's like the I'm not saying it's the same, but it's like you, it was immediately when you said that I thought of the Arma guys who are like, I want to be able to run five miles without seeing anyone. Cause that's cool. It's like real. Like, no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so you, uh, so you make your way through knocking guys out left and right, right? Um, or I did anyway. So did I. I knocked everyone out. This yeah. part, I actually. There was no blood. You spill. were not no blood. Spill. Sam Fisher, serial killer. And we're heading and towards. Then the, there was like a secondary mission of some stuff to find and all that good stuff. Yeah, at this point, it everything does kind of blur together. Yeah. Like all the side missions just sort of like, and then you, you find six of this. Right. And then you upload stuff. For some reason, I could not remote hack the terminal in his bedroom. I had to, I had to OCP the camera and then manually walk up to the terminal. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that. I never did any remote hacking. So could you shoot cameras of this one? I forget. I never tried. I always just OCP them because I was afraid I'd set off an alarm. Yeah. Or make too much sound. Yeah, Exactly. So, Silence pistols make a lot of noise. They do, but then you but then you find uh, the um, you find the panic room and you find the server with the algorithms and stuff like that. So I'm still not I'm still not sure whose fucking apartment this is that we're breaking into. Either. This is uh, Zerkasi. Zerkasi. Okay, so you're breaking into Zerkasi's apartment, and Zerkasi is who? Zerkasi. There are only two people that knew anything about the. Uh, the mass algorithms, the computer program that like can break any security. One is Morgan Holt, who's dead, who you found dead, and who is supposed to be protected by Displace, right? Um, who is run by a friend of Sam Fisher's named Doug Shetland, right? And the other is Zerkazy, right? Who's also being protected by Displace. Okay. Um, and so and and so this particular apartment of Zerkazy's is he's an employee of Displace. No, he's being pre- he hired Displace to, to protect, protect him. him. Oh, or that's your him. understanding. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and so you're breaking into his apartment to find out to find these algorithms to find him because you feel you believe that the only person that could have pulled off the the shutting down of New York's of the Eastern Seaboard's power grid was Zerkazy. Was Zerkazy. Gotcha. Um, and with the last name like Zerkazy. Well, yeah, he's got to be got to be a bad guy. He's got to be so crazy. An evil, <laughs> he's an evil Yugoslavian. And so they so well, yeah. And it wasn't just the East Coast; it also shut down Japan's at the same yeah. time, right? Um, and so they're like, "This is fucked, yo." And this is during like heightened tensions with Korea and China, right? Because there was a missile that was launched. No, that's or not is yet. that the next mission? That's the next mission. That's the next mission. Um. So, uh, so yeah, you don't find him in, in the panic room. You you find out that there's a. a little place across the roof mm-hmm. which is what anthony was thinking grim unlocks the maglock door or whatever and, and then you so go across the, uh, to the unfinished apartment right and on this unfinished apartment i got blown up by mines yeah that, this times. is where it introduces you to wall mines yeah they it, don't but even it never s- introduced it no they, i was just, like there's something blinking on the wall boom <laughs> you know what i figured oh, out you'll run over the oh you know what i figured out is that like if you have somebody uh, um that you're interrogating if you're holding somebody and you walk next to the mines, they don't go off. If you just walk up slowly to the mines, you disarm them. Well, what I figured out is that, like, I I what I figured out slow. the hard way is, like, I, I grabbed somebody to interrogate them, and I was walking back into a dark corner, but there happened to be a wall mine there, and I was standing right next to it. And, and I'm like, put them out. And I was like, oh, that's no big deal. So I interrogate the guy, 
And then I go, okay, let him down. And as soon as I let him down, Sam Fisher stands up and boom. Stood up too fast. Yeah, the wall mines. It didn't even like give. There was never like even like a moment where they're like, "Look out, Sam! There's a wall mine." Yeah, <laughs> like a game would do these days. Uh, it's like, yeah, so I just got blown up twice before. Way. I was like, "Okay, wall well, mines." And I was dead. trying to like walk up to all of them really slowly and disable them because I thought there might be a secondary mission where they say like, "Sam, you need to disable all these." No, mines there's the just the primary down. mission of not getting killed. Yeah, they're just there. <laughs> they're they're not a secondary mission or anything. But here I am, like being all paranoid trying to get my fucking 100 percent and everything trying to disable them all in this section is the first section where i actually where we were talking about slammed open a door to knock somebody the fuck out right right, right when you go into that building yeah. right it's true you knock him down an elevator shaft when it happens so, to or at least i did so then did you get <laughs> jesus no jesus. i like i slammed the door and he went right across the hallway down an elevator right because he is facing an elevator shaft yeah i guess i just didn't slam the door open that hard god <laughs> so you uh you get and you and you get into the the basement. This whole place is kind of a death trap. Yeah, it is. Like there's just a lot a lot of really deviously placed enemies and a lot of light. Yes. Um but yeah, you do find Dvorak, which is you thought was a person like that was working with Circasi. And it turns out to be a computer. A super old Big computer. Blue. Yeah. Uh that works on punch cards. Yep. But it's like, but done it's by like this. super advanced, even though it's, it's super not old. super advanced. It's just the the algorithm that it's running is so the algorithm so is ridiculously brilliant, right? That it would change electronic security forever, and that's what you're getting on the punch card. Yeah, I kind of didn't understand why we didn't kill that old guy while we were down there. Because he's just a maintenance dude. He knew too much. He's just a crazy old coot. He knew he's, too much. Well, maybe in your dude. reality, you would kill the nice old guy. I mean, did it tell you you couldn't? You probably could have shot him. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I was just I thinking. I don't think like, it tells you you can't. Yeah, he's just too much of a he's too much of a an liability. asset to them liability. and a liability to me. Right. Yep. Well, I mean, you you could go back and try to kill him and try to change history. Yeah. Instead, yeah. I had to sit there and listen to him babble a whole bunch. Yeah, his voice actor was really annoying. The uh, this part threw me off a little bit because the description says you should look at the tubes to see what's heating up. Right, and they yeah. don't actually get colored. Exactly. They just send out smoke. That's yep. what threw me off. Is I was looking for them to change color, and they never did. Me too. And it also said that he would cover the ones on the right while Which you he did. the ones on the left. He, he never did. did that for me. I was really? fucking running back and forth like a chicken uh, with my head oh, cut well, off. No, he did them all for for me. Yeah. On that on his side you of the room. Shit. I'm like, way to cover your basis, boy. So you collect the punch cards and then you have to extract. Yep. Yes. So in that point, Which I'd you do by did. going back to the right. Panels. I had knocked everyone out, so I just hauled ass. I knew. Yeah, even, me too. I just ran. Yep. Tried not easy. to suck any dicks. There was, the there was only lot. one guy that I didn't knock out, and it was the guy who was standing in the living room. He was like leaning up against the pole next to the spiral staircase. I fucking knock him out because I could sneak by him really easy. He didn't even notice. <laughs> just listening to tunes. Yeah, Again, liability for later on. How <laughs> fucked up would <laughs> that be? Put down. <laughs> like you fucking like. He's all. I gotta go to the bathroom. Then he walks out and walks <laughs> to the kitchen, and there's like three bodies. And walks out I've in only the ever not taken like out one bodies. person once, and it was in the displaced level. The next one, there was really? like a guy sitting in an office all by himself, and I was like, "Yeah, no point." <laughs> <laughs> you keep playing your flash games. Yeah, I, like, I interrogated the guy in the in who was sitting alone in the office. He had a bunch of stuff to say. Yeah, see, well, I probably would have tried to actively catch people if I knew I could so, interrogate them. So, like, what was that? Who's the guy that they that they want you to find the identity of? Um, Mylon Nedich. So, Nedich, like, who is that guy? He. <laughs> Why do I? Because, like, I'm having such trouble trying to follow who the plot of this game. It's because the plot is super convoluted. Uh, yeah. You find out later. Like, kind of like who the Mylon first Nedich Mission is. Impossible movie. 
Anyway, go and on. The what, second sorry? Mission Impossible and the third Mission Impossible movie, <laughs> and every Tom Clancy movie. So who's Mylon? Mylon Nedich, uh We had a brief break that you didn't hear at home, which is why all of a sudden we're saying Mylon Nedich's name correctly instead of Nedovich or Nodich. <laughs> uh, Mylon Nedich is a security head uh, who's in charge of VIP security at, at this place. Okay. So. Uh, the supposition is that he may be dirty, so you'll, you're going into Displace next to uh, to find out if he is. When I hear the name Displace, it makes me think of like uh, it's it's the urban spies, like Displace. You guys coming to Displace? <laughs> no, I got it. <laughs> All right, so for next week's show, play through five, five through, through eight. eight. Yep, because we're tired. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah, go ahead and listen to our friends' podcast, the mobcast at bitmob.com, geekbox at geekbox.net, and then, uh, yeah, that's it. You can hear Anthony on. No, yeah, was, that, was already, that was already last week, Game Scoop. I was on it. I'm, we already talked about this in Rebel FM last week, so. Yeah. Word. Alright, So, Chaos Theory, I'm having fun. I'll see you guys next week. Yay. Packs meet up on Saturday. Mm-hmm.